Welcome back to another episode of Lost in Translation. I'm your host, Mr. VHS, recapping the Raptors, evening out the series to a piece against the Boston Celtics, who, if history could repeat itself, which it can for either team, Boston being up 2-0 in the 2018 Eastern Conference first round against the Milwaukee Bucks, despite the fact only four players remain from that team with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, and Ojale. They were up 2-0 on those Bucks and ended up winning the series in seven. Four games to three. They won the first two lost the second two, ended up winning game five, losing game six, and then winning it in game seven for that series against the Milwaukee Bucks. And now the Raptors being down 0-2, find themselves in a situation where now it's two all, and they've been victorious of being down 0-2, and the Celtics have been victorious while being up 2-0. So history cannot repeat itself in this series because one has got to give, and the Raptors are getting contributions from Serge Ibaka, who is the only bench presence in this series. He had 18.7 rebounds, 7-9 from the floor, 4-4 for four from behind the three with one block. Norm Powell added five points, one for six, three for three from the stripe with one steal. Now you go compare that to the bench of those Boston Celtics. Robert Williams with six. Wanamaker had seven. Grant had four. Ojale with seven points. Despite the fact of outscoring two players out of the four for the Boston Celtics, the bench was only 24 to 23 in favor of those Celtics who saw the Raptors starters once again log heavy minutes, but come out with another victory. 22 points for Lowry, 11 rebounds, 7 assists, 5 for 16 from the floor, perfect from the stripe, 4 for 10 from behind the arc. Van Vleek had 17, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. 6 for 19 from the floor, 5 of 11 from behind the three-point line. Siakam led the way with 23, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, 10 for 23, 1 for 2 from the stripe, 2 for 13 in the game from behind the arc. Looked like he was in love with the three ball in this game and did not cost the Raptors one bit because... Those Boston Celtics themselves shot 7 for 35 from behind the arc. 20% compared to the Raptors, 17 for 44 at 39%. Despite having a better overall field goal percentage than the Raptors in that game, points in the paint were in favor of the Boston Celtics. Raptors led the way with second chance points at 24 to 12. 
and their assist ratio 23 to 18 and the brown was well off for the boston celtics 14 points six rebounds no assist four for 18 from the floor four for four from the free throw line two of 11 from behind the arc tatum with 24 10 rebounds three assists 10 for 18 one for six from behind the arc Kemba walker four for nine one for six from behind the arc as well too six for seven from the free throw line 15 points two rebounds eight assists marcus smart also one for six from behind the arc eight points eight rebounds five assists and two for eight from the floor with three of five at the free throw line it's the best of three going forward it's two apiece the raptors overall played this game wire to wire led the way and really came out in that third quarter with that 32 to 24 quarter solidifying the victory over the poor shooting boston celtics who are now two all in the series with the toronto raptors and are looking for any sort of consistency from their starting five and the ability to slow down Serge Ibaka when he comes on the court who is able to spread the floor and get what he needs out of his minutes off the bench with the 22 that he had in last night's game. Gasol still struggling. Four points. He was two for five. He had five assists and two rebounds. But once again, fouled out for the second consecutive game. Previous game, he did foul out. He had six points along with six fouls. It seems as if he's just a body on the court for the meantime because Serge is picking up the slack in that position. And we'll see how long both teams can hang on to the momentum they've created with the momentum shifting back to the Toronto Raptors. Boston had the 2-0 momentum when things first started and the Raptors shifted that gear. So let's see if now both teams have punched each other in the face twice. Who actually puts their guard up, plays defense, and closes out this series. They got three games to do it. First one to two takes this and moves on to the second round where it might be looking as if the Bucks will be watching the winner of this series because they are down three games to love against the Miami Heat. And speaking of evening the series up, those Denver Nuggets came out on fire in the first quarter against those Clippers being able to just put a pace together put a flow together and be up 46 25 sorry 44 to 25 shooting 71 percent in the first quarter alone 21 to 12 run to end the first quarter by the nuggets joker had 15 points five of six from the floor three for three from behind the arc in just the first quarter the second quarter was a different circumstance for both teams in that the Clippers bring it to 11 points, but ball security was a major issue 
in the first half, turning over the ball 11 times throughout that half. Uncharacteristic for those Clippers on that aspect of ball control and taking care of it. Denver was shooting 21 for 31 from the floor. They were 8 for 13 from the three-point line and 5 for 6 with 8.40 remaining in the second quarter. Clippers put a run together, but after bringing it down to 68-55, Murray and Joker ended the half with a 15-point run combined and headed into halftime with a comfortable, comfortable lead over the Los Angeles Clippers who saw Murray and Joker after their first game 11 for 29, 2 for 10, and 6 rebounds combined in that entire game. Game number 2, both players were 44 points combined, 17 for 26 from the floor, 6 of 8 from 3, 12 rebounds at halftime. Joker was 9 for 13 from the floor with 24 points. Murray, 8 for 13 with 8 points. 56% from the floor in the first half for the Nuggets. 9 for 20 from the three-point land. Clippers shooting 5 for 13. Points off turnovers, 7 for the Denver Nuggets compared to 3 for the Clippers. 9 for 20 at half, shooting from 3. Zubats in the second half was the only offensive weapon in that third quarter. Kawhi Leonard saw jerseys upon jerseys whenever going to the hole, and collectively the defense was a lot better on Kawhi, who was 4 for 11 and really struggled in this game getting any offensive attacks going on his end. They made it very difficult. Leonard finished with 13 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists, 4 for 17 from the floor, 5 of 7 from the free throw line. At one point, he missed two in a row, and shocking that was. Marquise Morris made it interesting down the stretch, hitting some threes in that fourth quarter, and had the lead under 5 or 6 in the fourth, but some ill-advised technicals by Patrick Beverly over a defensive call that he had and some key three-point shooting from Harris who just hit everything three for three. Every time they put a run together, they would knock it out. 13-0 run in that fourth quarter by those Clippers, bringing it to 96-86. to And then, once again, an 8-0 run by Denver. 99-86 remain in that game. As I said, the Clippers take it 110, or lose 110-101. And great overall play by the Denver Nuggets 
in regards not to Murray or to Joker, who in the second half didn't really do much, but did enough because the Clippers were unable to even score seven points in the second half for Murray and two points for Joker in that half. But it was the likes of Jeremy Grant, who defensively was playing lockdown on Kawhi Leonard, forcing him into tough shots. He was only one for nine from the floor, seven rebounds, three blocks, two steals, Harris with 13 points. Eight of those came in that fourth quarter. Morris with 10 points. Porter Jr. off the bench with 11. And Millsap with 13. Overall, Denver shot the lights out. But the Clippers still had an opportunity because they were ice cold in the second half. But they were unable to capitalize due to uncharacteristic possessions. And the fact that Zubats was their main offensive weapon early. PG made a run, added some extra points down the stretch as well, too. He finished with the 22 points, 7 for 19 from the floor, 4 for 10 from 3, 4 for 5 from the free throw line. Morris had 11. He was 2 for 5 from 3. Two of those threes were hit late into the fourth quarter. Didn't really have a great performance. Green off the bench. He had 10 points, 11 rebounds. He was 4 for 6 from the floor. Lou Williams, 6 for 16 with 13 points. Beverly, 2 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, and the costly double tech with 104 remaining in the game. That really just sealed it off for those Denver Nuggets. And they even the series out at two games apiece. Uh, sorry, one game apiece and looking like a different Jekyll and Hyde of a performance from Denver when defensively they really were clogging down the middle for Kawhi, making it disruptive, bodies upon bodies as he drove towards the perimeter, active hands, and Millsap also found range from three, added bonus on that end. That series is one apiece. Today's games we have... The Houston Rockets versus the L.A. Lakers. That takes place at 8.30. Rockets looking to hand the Lakers another loss, putting them up 2-0 in this series. Lakers really have to play defense, really have to get to stopping the Houston Rockets and not making them feel comfortable. Eric Gordon was going off on the perimeter, and he was getting to the rim and that needs to be a focal point of those Lakers allowing Westbrook to become a jump shooter as opposed to a drive, dribble, penetration, and kick out to the open shots. And Harden needs to be uncomfortable as he was in the first series. Somebody's got to play defense on that. Everything came easy, got to the line early and often, and the hole that they dug themselves, those Lakers, well, they never got out of it losing that first game. And speaking of games being played, the Miami Heat may be the team to send the Milwaukee Bucks home with a 4-0 sweep. That, place, this, that game takes place at 3.30 today. 
and it's going to be uh, do or die going forward for the Milwaukee Bucks. Hopefully Giannis's tweak of his ankle isn't as serious as it looked and he's able to get on that court and give them a jolt and a boost of energy. But Miami's made it very difficult for Giannis, uncomfortable in all aspects, not getting to the lane, getting to the foul line more, but not really shooting that well from the free throw line. Points in the paint for him are down. A man who was putting up 30 in the regular season, 30 against the Orlando Magic, is now at 23 points a game for Milwaukee in this series. Bam Adebayo playing great defense. Crowder, as well as Jimmy Butler, and anybody that goes up in that paint is always met by a Heat jersey, regardless if it's Lopez, Bledsoe, or Middleton. And they're going to need an all-star performance from Middleton as well, too, in that regards. If they want to force another game in this series and make things a little bit interesting for the Miami Heat, but the Heat look like they have everything going for them. And even this, despite the fact that Kelly Olenek did not play, they still had added points off the bench from their players. Everybody seems to be locked in and are buying into the system that they have. The Heat look to wrap things up in that regards. And that takes place tonight. WNBA recap. The Las Vegas Aces still on their roll as they defeat the Atlanta Dream 89-79 to in that matchup. Asia Wilson, another great performance. 21 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, and 2 blocks in the victory for the Aces. Bethany Langley for the Atlanta Dream, 21 points, 7 rebounds, 1 assist, 4 steals in the loss. 52% from the floor were the Las Vegas Aces. Atlanta, 1 for 12 from behind the arc compared to the 4 for 12 by the Aces. Neither team shot the 3 well, but if you're making 3 more shots than the opposing team... You've done a lot better from them from the three-point range. 19 for 23 from the line. Out-rebounded those Atlanta dreams. Atlanta created 15 turnovers. Points in the paints were even as well, too. But an overall performance by the 14 and 4 Las Vegas Aces, defeating the 5 and 14 Atlanta Dream, the Connecticut Suns defeat the Indiana Fever 96-77, moving the Connecticut Suns to one game under 500 at 9 and 10 and the Fever moved to 5 and 14. Thomas for the Connecticut Suns, 20 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists and 5 steals with one block in the victory. McCowan, 15.7 rebounds, 3 assists in the loss for the Indiana Fever. Great shooting, 51% from the floor for 
the Connecticut Suns, despite being a three for nine from the three point line compared to nine for 22 for the Indiana Fever. The Suns do take that game 96 77. And the last game on the list was the Phoenix Mercury versus the New York Liberty. 83 points to 67 for the Phoenix Mercury, moving the record to 12 and 7. Winners of five straight. And the Liberty are trending down the other way as well. Joy, Joyner Holmes, 13 points, 13 rebounds in the loss. Skylar Diggins Smith, 30 points, 7 rebounds, 1 assist in the victory for the Phoenix Mercury. Tarasi with 9 points, 3 for 8 from behind the arc, 3 for 10 from the floor. Diggins Smith was 11 for 19 from the floor, 2 for 8 from 3. Vaughn added 12. Walker Kimbrough with 15 points as well as Phoenix pushes themselves and collects the victory over the New York Liberty. Today's matchups in the WNBA, you have the Dallas Wings versus the Washington Mystics. The 13-5 Minnesota Link versus off against the 15-3 Seattle Storm. That takes place at 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. We got two biscuits for a three-piece right now because the Chicago Sky take on the L.A. Sparks. They are 11-8. The Sky Sparks are 13-5. Lost their last game, but were 8-2 in the last 10. Sky are losers of two and are batting 500 in their last 10 games. Minnesota Link and the Seattle Storm. Seattle is winners of four straight Eight and two in their last ten. Minnesota winner of three straight, seven and three in their last ten. So that game takes place at six p.m. Sparks and Sky take place at eight p.m. Both those games should be something to look forward to in the association of the WNBA. WNBA tonight, as I just said, Rockets and Lakers face off. Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat. We saw the Raptors even out the series against those Boston Celtics that need to find some way back in the winning column because they seem depleted despite OG's buzzer beater that shifted the series 2-1 for the Celtics. We're unable to get game three, but like I said, they've been up 2-0 and have come back to win in seven. The Raptors have been down 0-2 and come back to win in six. So either or will transpire. Raptors take it in six. Celtics take it in seven, or Celtics take it in six. Raptors could take it in seven. It could be very interesting going forward which team shows up if Abaka can keep putting on this performance for those Raptors and be a solo bench mob for a team that was solidified bench squad last season on their run, have now had to alter their DNA due to the fact Kawhi is no longer around and Hollis Jefferson Davis. And I would say Thomas Thompson would be on that list too. He's only really given breathers to Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet to get them back in the game. So what will the Raptors do? What will the Celtics do? It's a brand new series. It's even Stevens. 
So we look forward to that matchup as well, too. Denver actually played a defensive first half along with the second half. Struggled in the second half to put points up on the board. But the lead was such that the Clippers could not get anything together. And they were off. Kawhi Leonard, 30 points in the last five. Couldn't even break 20 in this contest today, yesterday. So interesting to see if the Lakers wake up. Even the series just like Denver did. Or if they go down 0-2 and fingers start getting pointed and questions start being asked and the panic sets in like it always does for somehow, some way. And the Bucks, well, panic has set in because the Miami Heat are in the driver's seat. 3-0, Jimmy Butler, another fourth quarter performance in the last game, putting the Bucks away. No foul calls changed the outcome of this game. The Bucks just did not have anything going for them at all in that contest losing 115 to 110 and being outscored 40 to 13 in that fourth quarter and that's something that they can't let happen twice because if it does game set match and they are packing themselves up out of the bubble and watching from their house on the couch and hopefully it's a big and comfy one that takes place at 3.30 today. Lakers, 8.30 tonight. Mask up, people. Be safe. Thank you for listening to Lost in Translation 32, 32nd episode, Magic Johnson's Mask up, be safe, Mr. VHS, and I'm gone. Thank you. <laughs>